Aquaba, welcome to Titular Talks. This is a platform where I, Titular, have conversations with people from different walks of life who share their thoughts and pass their story thus far. I hope you enjoy. You mentioned um, off camera that you guys have um, a small team as well. I have some workers as well. Can you talk about that as well? Uh, yeah, well, we, because we, I mean, at scale last year uh, in our main business, it was pretty crazy, wasn't it? For, I mean, no matter what company you're in, you're always going to have like a hell of a lot of customer service. Yeah. Responding to comments is a big one on videos. I mean, some of our reach on our videos um, from paid reach. Do you reckon we got about 15 million views? Yeah, it's, it's wow. multiple million. Well, there was a lady, the lady who's in our, yeah. our main like viral ad, I think it's got like 10 million views. She says she goes to like the car wash where she lives and she they all come running out saying, Oh, we see you on the Facebook account like, <laughs> like how to use the product and stuff like she's that. Which is so crazy. So she's like a local celebrity. Yeah. So wow. she, she says all her friends yeah. ring her when we send a, an email out to our list of like new content she's sent yeah. us. Because she's almost become a face of our company yeah. as well. Which so is good. For that reason there's so much stuff to manage and that's why we the people from the Philippines, they are they They've been doing it for years, a lot of them. So this is where you can you have the opportunity if you were to hire someone here, you'd probably hire like a marketing graduate. Being okay. in for, but I did that for two years and I came out. I could not even tell you what marketing is. So of course it's a good if you are studying marketing. I think it's a good fundamental. You'll have the you'll you have the frameworks. You'll know a bit of theory. The foundations but and all stuff. The, the the literally the fundamental issue is it marketing in terms of online digital advertising. It moves too quick. In a month. In a month's time, it's going to be different to what it is today. And in terms of like Facebook, the algorithm, right. what you do, what it might not even be Facebook in a month. So TikTok came out of nowhere. Everyone needed to jump on that and advertise on it. And now it might be going away. So it's yeah. so in terms of teaching a degree in marketing, maybe 20 years ago, things didn't move as quick and things were more like billboards. And you, and that's what you still learn about. Yeah. So for people it's more, fixed, it's more rigid. Exactly. So the people that know what marketing is right now, they're not writing textbooks. They're making money. They're, they're, they're growing right. brands. They're working for people, working for all the biggest companies in the world. So you definitely pick someone who knows what they do now compared to someone who's been studying it for its. Yeah, and that's what I mean. With people in the, they know people in the Philippines that we we hire like virtual assistants. They're so empathetic. Their English is amazing, and uh, they're just perfect for what we need because they understand exactly how like an e-commerce brand, a growing e-commerce brand, what it needs and uh, and. Just uh, their work ethic is just incredible. Yeah, they're beautiful people, really. They're incredible. I love it when we get on a call. And that's at the start. I mean, if you were starting again, it was showing signs of scale. I mean, even I'm guilty of this. Even on our second company, um, don't get sucked into the customer service part where you're like typing emails back to customers yourself. I, I found that doing it myself. I spent plenty of time just it's when totally I, the worst part of my day used to be when I'm sat, I'm just logged into my Gmail and I used to sell a lot of random stuff. I'm just like yeah. replying to customers and then an hour's gone by and I just realised what am I doing? But the time it, it takes for that, us yeah. to do that compared to them as well, where we could be doing like a, a more high end task. Oh yeah, of course. So just as a CEO of a company, you are responsible for, down, the, yeah. for the growth. Of course, there's no point doing the task there. Just so, yeah. so the people, you just, like you mentioned, they're very empathetic. Like they, they're very good to the, the customers. Exactly, yeah. That's, yeah, that's why they keep on coming back to Absolutely, them. they're yeah. perfect. And they've created like canned responses and stuff as well. So mm. some of them are like kind of automated messages, but at the same time, like if I, I do go through them sometimes, they are really empathetic and yeah. understanding mm-hmm. to the customer. So. That's yeah. great, that's great. We've never really had to get rid of one or anything well no of course there's well there's so many if you go on like an upwork or something like that it's like a freelance site okay. so that's where you find these guys and you need you definitely really need to talk to a few of them and make sure that you're going to get one that he's got really good experience and he's genuinely committed and we yeah. our, our, our team currently is just ridiculously yeah. how long have you had most of them for as well 
Uh, probably like a couple of years now. Yeah. Well, so it definitely builds up the, the credibility. Yeah, like yeah. I said earlier off camera, um, when we do like, when there is a need for another role to be within the company, I, I might mention to one of them, oh, we're thinking about getting another one um, to do this, to do that. But then it's funny because they'll always say, oh, I know someone. And then it turns out it's one of their, a member of their family. So we've literally got like a couple who both work for us his sister and her sister wow. and something like that so it's, it's like we're employing a lot so a family employing another family yeah right? exactly yeah yeah. it, it, it does make you feel good that you, we have got like a good relationship with those type, with those guys yeah. over there now. and I think they, as long as they want to do that as long as they're yeah. interested in doing that we, I can't imagine ever having them not part of the company no. and that, that's such a big part of helping you scale up and grow so I mean, it's one yeah. thing oh, the, the closest thing, thing that I see in terms of scaling is like last year when we were really scaling hard in summer you can just one day you might spend a thousand pounds on ads. We got up to twelve thousand pounds a day spending ads, and to make that work seamlessly, of course, twelve thousand and one thousand, you you would expect twelve times as much workload. Yeah. So when these guys are just in the back end, there, there's never any issues. They they just kind of they they take it upon themselves. Yeah, just, well, yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, can figure it out. They just we use problem this thing called solvers. this platform just for the customer service side on the email, and this might pulling the figure off the top of my head, something like thirty thousand tickets one week. Done, just like help, it's either helping the customer with shipping issues, how to use product. Work rate's incredible. So, yeah, it's just unbelievable. But and like the average response time for email is probably around eight hours, which is good for email because I mean, yeah. it, so even some like UK yeah. companies where I'd want to get that down. No, I'd definitely. Get yeah, that. So, me too. But that is good for email. No, I'd yeah, say. definitely. But, like absolutely. even with ASOS recently, I've emailed yeah. ASOS. They might have got back to me. A lot of my favourite companies that I buy from have ter- got terrible customers. Exactly. So is, it, that is so important. Well, so that's something that you definitely want to keep maintaining as well. Yeah. Uh, that's, well, that's literally yeah. the most important thing, isn't it? Yeah, and Facebook now as well, one of the issues that, one of the things you wouldn't have when we started a few years ago, Facebook is actively tracking people that buy from ads. They're asking the people that have bought, what do you think of this company? And then if, you, if people are telling that Facebook that you're not a good company to deal yeah. with, that's it, you can't advertise anymore. And that's it, your business is... Like, so so they're, almost, they're as important as you because if your feedback is great, exactly. you're yeah. going to come yeah. back to you. Absolutely. So I, I, I think I take it on my responsibility to make the product as good as possible and focus on delivering the value of that end. But then, of course, those guys, there's so much work being put in on the back end. Yeah. There will be for any e-commerce brand yeah. as well. Anyone who takes customer service seriously. I know Amazon... Jeff Bezos, I'm pretty sure he founded just Amazon on the basis that the customer's experience is literally the most yeah. important thing. Well, and it is. You just press a button now and things just turn up. Yeah. Just we try to do that and like tell stories through after they buy our products as well. Like just follow up with them via email. Like automated emails go out to them. Just tell them a bit about our company. And yeah, what you're doing. So get, get them to know a part you. Of our yeah. brand as well. That's it's got to be the the main focus of if you prioritize customer experience first, then that is profit will come later. And that's, that's, I think, the, the way, the mindset that we've learned over a few years, rather yeah. than if we did start again, I'd go in with the mindset that I need to want to make the best pro- product possible. Yeah. It's like having two, two like restaurants, both are, so same, um, you know, same food, same everything, but if, even if one has an hour queue, but you know they're going to be treated more like a prince yeah. Exactly. You're going to go there every exactly. single time. Every time. Yeah, and that's it. That's it. Like in a restaurant, the front-facing co- people who work there, they're it's so important. important. Yeah, exactly. They're so important. Yeah. They're probably the reason why you go back. Exactly. That's exactly it, yeah. Because it gets to know your personal levels, call you by your yeah, first name exactly. and how you're doing and care about you. Yeah, and you wouldn't exactly. even think like an e-commerce brand is something that is uh, like personable or like a front-facing type of business, but... I mean, we're just all, everyone's a, like a social creature. You, you have all, you, you do just remember subconsciously yeah. what your experience was like with people. And if you have a good experience, you're going to tell people that you're exactly. going to have a good experience. And, and that's yeah. still as important as ever, even in the stage of like internet, like word of, 
think the guy who uh, owns a restaurant that I used to work at, he always says, word of, uh, word of mouth, still important, more important than word of mouth, just a classic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, how have you found Corona? How has that hit your company? Hmm. <laughs> we figured out it was very, uh, very impactful. Throughout the, well, we've just been enjoying it, ourselves. You, said before, you had one business before. Yeah, you? yeah. So last year we grew our business to about two million. Last year, and that's obviously mm. that was a great year. It's our first year in the business, so we thought, right, this is going to be unbelievable as well. And then obviously we Corona hit. We rely on China a little bit too much. I'll take full responsibility. I can't. I don't think you can blame coronavirus for a dip in revenue because we had we would have had plenty of time to. Prepare if we were yourself. if we were really serious, we could have moved all the stuff from China to America and then just fulfilled things from there, still would have been impacted. But it has been impacted pretty badly. But in terms of, um, you just got to, I think we make peace with it early on and we thought, right, so now if we're looking at next year, what's the best thing we can do for next year? So in the background, we've been developing a new product, which is now, which is the, exactly the same as the other one, but it's better quality, does all the things that our customers wanted it to do better. And now I think we're going to come back next year. We have got it available now, but like I said, we're a bit seasonal. We're getting into winter right. now. We can sell to Australia when they yeah. start hitting their summer, okay. but America being our prime market. So we've used coronavirus almost as an opportunity to take a step back and think, right, we had a crazy bit of success initially, but going forward, what does the company need to look like? It needs to look like something that has a better product. Yeah, definitely. So now we have we've got to that stage, and yeah. and in uh, in lockdown, we just started our new company. So hopefully, now I, I do like having two companies. I think of course two is better than one. Yeah, definitely. But if we are you've got to be careful about spending too much time on on one and then the neglect. How, how you one. manage that so far? So well, we're all quite guilty of that. Very guilty of it. We're we, still figuring that one out. That's an, that is something we are dealing with. We might spend with. like a full week just on one and then coming towards the end of the week we're like, yeah. oh my God, we've neglected the other one. Mm-hmm. And, and it, the process all basically repeats itself, doesn't it? Yeah, so I yeah, think you take them on here and then only spend catch up yeah, to the Yeah, exactly. I think that just but comes... in the meantime, they do run themselves. Like yeah. Think, yeah. Just nothing really grows. Yeah, well that's the like. beauty of kind of it give, does give you the freedom, so on a given day, if you want to go wake up and go and play golf or play on card or whatever, yeah. you can. But I think systems will be important to make it work for two growing businesses. Because I'd like to, by the end of the year, I'd like them both to be million dollar companies. There's no yeah. reason why they couldn't be. And a million dollars, it sounds like a lot, but it's nothing online like in terms of revenue. And that's just revenue, of course. Yeah. You don't, you're not taking all that home in your pocket. It, these are the types of things where people can use the numbers online. I'm guilty of it myself. Throw <laughs> your numbers out there. And it's just your revenue. No one knows what you're making exactly. on like, like We spend a hell of a lot on advertisements as well. well of course we do, yeah. We want to it's, it's interesting though because obviously an outsider looking at your purpose, oh, they've made a million dollars on sales. Exactly. You're going to click on it and have a look yeah. about what is that. Yeah. Search, and then I said, okay, it's interesting. I might actually go and buy the product as well. So I'm guessing, so would you say that uh, the virus is actually been a benefit to you in hindsight because we've learned a lot time. yeah, yeah. It, it hasn't helped our bank accounts in terms of like we were saying off air then we've we got so lucky with stocks this year now and, and our stocks just in our dad's a financial advisor so he's kind of like saying your money's better in uh, in in like an ice or a stock getting get some sort of investment don't let it sit in a bank right so we just thought right well we love tesla it's our favorite company mm. we want to get some tesla stock and at that point this was like at the start of the year um we both invested he got a little bit more than me so now he's doing he's he's, he's beating me it's a bit of a competition in that, I've had in that a hundred and a few different but it, we have now made more this year from stock growth than our actual companies have made which is just like a, just pure luck of an opportunity that came out of nowhere yeah. I know I'm going off a little bit of a tangent there, but he, he's literally got the Midas touch. Yeah, we'll he definitely, definitely come back to the Tesla <laughs> stock. Well, that's, yeah, um, yeah, like you said, it's interesting that you've, um, you've had them both growing. Now, it's been a blessing because I'm sure you've had to step back 
from just um, you know doing one one thing like the whole time we had to step back and think okay we've now got two businesses how are we going to run this and now it's like a whole new learning curve exactly, yeah. yeah. so you're not stagnant and we've got something more things to learn I'm sure. You, I'm guessing you'd be looking online and how to be managing managing two things on as well. Yeah, we're ne- we're never not learning. I think that's the thing with me. I'm I class myself as always in in like the the frame mind and also mm-hmm. never. So no, I'm not. Resp- I'm never like wake up and think right. I need to work right now. But my brain never switches off from like trying to think about the problems we've got and solving them. And then next, you, you got to go deep in the trenches to learn the Facebook oh, ad definitely. strategies because they're just always evolving and things like that. So yeah, we're we're just kind of figuring out. And that's kind of the reason why we don't tell people because I, I guess if people listen to this i think why would you not tell people what your business is right but it, and in the future we'd love to but now because we're just we're so young in terms of like their journey and figuring it out i wouldn't want people's eyes to be on it because i think it's more pressure, it's more pressure. Yeah, so definitely. even like family members knowing about it if they're asking like how is it going things like that you're always once you've done well once you for the rest of your life people are going to expect you how you doing because <laughs> we've failed a hell of a lot of yeah we've failed so many times we've, we've only found two things that we've managed to sell consistently yeah. we must have I think between us both we've tested 50 tested plus hundreds 50 to 100 multiple yeah we made more. so many stores we started off like a, I yeah. made like a drone store which was no you definitely didn't want to buy a drone from that store poker <laughs> chips like we tried making a store yeah. about that yeah. what else did we do well I've said mine this is your uh these are all your stores. Yeah, these are all, yeah, terrible. Well, I, I think once I've really messed my numbers up as well and Sam bailed me out with some money, <laughs> this is a big failure when um, the, I was dealing with Chinese suppliers who were, they sent me this sheet of like, all the costs of my product and this product was selling really well. I was suddenly thought I was got loads of money. I think I made like, I think I made like 17 grand profit and I'd got in like in quite a short space of time and I was thinking, I've cracked it. I'm, I'm. Right, so I started getting arrogant, just complacent and complacency just really does, you've got to stay focused to to be successful over a long period of time, which is a good lesson. This is why this is probably one of the best lessons I've ever had. Yeah. So I thought, I think I made like 17 grand profit, what ha- I thought I had. So I was buying like off-white t-shirts, being an idiot, just being oh, so yeah. stupid. This was a few years ago now, I've matured a little bit. And then, and then the Chinese came to me and they said, like, oh yeah, you get ready to pay your uh, product cost bill, it's like invoice at the end of the month. And then um, I'd not factored in shipping costs because I thought shipping costs were already factored in. Right. And it was quite a bulky product and, I owed, and it turned out they, I, I thought I'd made 17, but I owed them like 27. So at this moment I was like, oh my God, like, I, I, my heart sank. I was like, is this right? This can't be right. And I was like, doing, <laughs> get my calculator out, doing all the maths. Just like, I think I went to the gym, just fuming, didn't say a word. And then, I can't remember how I figured that one out. Eventually, it resolved, I, was, I just sold more, sold more, tried to make a bit more profit to get, to kind of like recuperate. And then I think he had to bail me out with a few grand to Amex bill. So yeah. it's like, it's just, there's so many, come in handy. Yeah, there's so many, yeah, well, it's yeah, thank God. <laughs> Holds it against me. Holds it against me every time, every time. I'm basically a slave now. <laughs> so how do you then deal with the failures of, having you know started a business and then dropping it down it's not worked and you think oh should i really be doing this yeah, or should yeah. i be doing an actual job or something else how, how do you deal with that i love failure right now it's the i think it's one of the best things that can happen to you if you fail at something it's only a failure if you don't take a lesson from it or if you don't yeah. learn from it and yeah. every single i can look back at every like business or store that i've started like think throughout my life i when i was a young kid just playing card all the time i had a call of duty like youtube clan i got a youtube channel i think we got to like five thousand subs this was early del- literally early doors so, and I think that's like the first kind of thing and then it failed after that. Right. And then me and my, one of my best mates tried to start like a gym clothing brand. Everyone starts a clothing brand at some point in their life, don't they? So yeah. they, they most, most people these days. They should try it. Try failed, it. but learn. 
and then so many Shopify stores, so many businesses. So if, if you are, you have to fail. You have yeah. it's it's a necessary, completely necessary point. How many people just start and just succeed? Yeah, yeah it's the it's the best. That's the, that is the way to learn, definitely. Mm-hmm. So you said that like, you, you feel so many times that now you're you don't even mind failing. Like you enjoy failing yeah. because you know you're learning something from it as well. Because you got to treat it, you remove emotion from it. It's just just treat it objectively. I'm a numbers guy, so I'm always looking at. Usually there'd be like if there's advertisements involved or any comments, everything can be t- talked of in terms of metrics. Usually, so like conversion rate, the people are people liking your product or your price point. There's so many factors going in. So you if you can be objective and take lessons away and learn then uh, it's n- nothing's a failure if you you just have to try that comes with facing a problem as well which i think i've been quite a lesson for me that i've learned in all, within all this is um i used to be really guilty of if there was a problem i'd, I'd go to john and say this is the problem I don't do it. Yeah. and then john would be like right you give me the problem what's the solution <laughs> and, and now because i'm lazy from, from now I, I don't say tell him the problem i just kind of come to the solution yeah, yeah. Unless That's it's really bad, then it might come to you. Yeah, you're a problem solver now. Yeah. I've shaped it, you into I, a I real would say that problem solver. I've definitely changed in that way. That's really good. So, yes, it's basically like you've, um, you've forced yourself to become somebody that you weren't used to. Obviously, yeah. push out your comfort zone, but yeah. you've grown within that now. Obviously, you said you're not the thinking, you're the doer as well, so it's, it's a great yeah. combination you've worked with. Yeah, I'm not, not interested in hearing problems. You just solve Yeah, most things can be solved. Get your mind to it. Yeah. So we'll leave the failures for a while and go to successes. So obviously, the business has been doing well. You've now got yourself a, a Tesla. <laughs> so ha- shared. Yeah, shared. Shared. Okay. So Takes yeah. it away from it when it's shared. <laughs> well, regardless, Tesla, Tesla. So why, um, when, when do you say, actually, before we even get to that, when would you say was the point that you knew that this could actually be something serious that you can, you know, you don't have to start working for somebody that can actually work for yourself? I guess just when you you just start seeing sales rolling, really, yeah. and then you, you learn more and more about how to extract more money from each customer. You learn more about how to offer more value, and then at that point, I mean, it's just a it is a crazy game where if you've got something to sell to someone that people want, whether I mean back in the day if you had a business and it's just on like the street, you you can only reach a certain amount of customers exactly. a day you, with online advertising. You can reach everybody. You, if somebody if enough people want what you've got, you can sell if you've got enough of them, you can just sell millions in a short period of time. So with that, I guess you start to see that it's, it's exponential growth. As soon as something does start to work, as soon as you nail it with like the ad for creative or you're really, really conveying some value or you've got a great product, you can sell so many of them in such a period of time and that you can't really turn over or make that type of money in like a, in a, like a genuine, just normal, normal like day-to-day job. Right. Of course you can't because you you, you like, you've got your set, set rate. So as soon as you start to see, I guess, that ramp, that exponential ramp, that's when it starts to get exciting and you think, right, okay, yeah. we've got something. Uh, so yeah, the Tesla, why, why Tesla? Why not a different car? Uh, I'll let you answer that one. Like no, you. I answer everything. Go Elon on. Musk is your hero, lad. This is your <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm just that classic guy, Elon Musk. I'm just a fanatic. And Tesla fanatic, SpaceX fanatic. Uh, mainly because we just love technology. But we do, we both do. We were yeah. always saying that's, the, yeah. that's like our, which is our dream car to get, like short term. Yeah. We just wanted to get the autopilot on it and see what that's saying. And how is it? Um, interesting. It works. It does it works perfectly? Motorway and bypass things like that. Um, there's going to be, I think, over the next couple of years. Yeah, I would hope it's ideally in our Tesla's lifetime. We've had it a year. Would hope that it can drive itself. Like I want to go out, get smashed, and I just press a button on my phone and it picks me up. If it doesn't do that, I'll be so disappointed. It should. <laughs> yeah. do, it really should do because Elon's Elon's been saying for years now. Full self driving is very close. 
and I mean, there's so many of them on the road. They're out there, data, their algorithms. Just it, it's, it's basically getting... just an entertainment system on wheels. Like, yeah. yeah. Would you say that's your favourite feature of the car? Yeah, I guess so. I just I, I just I don't actually use it that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really. We don't. That's why we share because we don't really drive that many places. Oh, okay, that's fine. We don't really do too many journeys where we're going different places. So that's why we share. Right. We'll get one. We'll we'll have to get like another one at some point. Yeah. Mm. It's um. It's just a. It's a beautifully made machine, and every time you get in it, you think this is the future. So that's why we wanted to. As soon as we got the car, wait, do we get the car stock first? Car. Yeah. Classic mistake. Yeah. Tiny bit of success, buy a car, that's it. Yeah. We just we I thought we were gonna be that story. So we bought a car before the stocks, which is absolutely stupid. And um, there's a tweet that haunts me that is some guy who worked out when he bought his Tesla, it would have been way before we did. If he bought Tesla stock to the equivalent value that he bought his car, it'd be worth like half a million. Or something like that. And it's not even it that was that's like in like a two year period. See, you yeah. What it is now. Yeah, yeah, so I mean that's kind of a similar situation for us, but you you can't think about that too much. Yeah. <laughs> but we did and then just as soon as we you realise what that what that it just represent it does really represent the future it just feels like a spaceship so you we just realized we want to be invested in this company and then we got involved in the stocks and it's done insanely well tesla stock this year that but not that stock it is is we you always say to me stocks aren't how we make our money no it's not but this year just to see the, the yeah, it's yeah. just it, well, so how, how easy would you say it's for somebody to start stocks as well very i mean it's just uh, you can yeah, do it in like that, 10 minutes <laughs> Before we are not traders, by the way. I mean, <laughs> yeah, honestly, we're, <laughs> just we're not, no. that's another. You got to be careful of those yeah. guys as well. Them guys in your DMs saying, "Hey, do you want to learn how to do forex trading?" We're simply it, just. It was literally as simple as Joel saying, "Yeah, um, there's no point in having this lump sum of money in the sat in our personals or in the business. Let's get it in an ISA." And my dad was like, "Yeah, yeah, you need to do that." And then we just chose a few different companies that we really like, yeah. and then. Based um, on how they do it, just because you like them. Um, well, yeah, obviously, I, I see the growth in Tesla, well, which I'll cash my money at, and that's it. That's when they solve full self-driving, when they when they create like a robo taxi fleet, like replace Uber and things right. like that. So of course, Tesla that's got a huge growth as a company, and like at the, when we invested, at even more. They've they've this year they've done plenty of things. They've, yeah. they've, there's a there's so much growth there, so that's why I think it's a great investment for a company. Uh, the rest of them, I've, I have definitely invested in companies that I just like. Yeah. But Sam is... But no, there are some smart investments, like, yeah, yeah, such sure. as the cruise industry uh, right okay. now. Obviously, that's at an all-time low. But uh, I don't know. I'm, just, I'm happy to take the gamble on that. They're yeah, pick up going to recover. So, yeah. Have you invested in airline as well? I've thought about it, but that's why we went cruises. I did, we, it was going to be one or the other. We've got Virgin Galactic. That's space <laughs> yeah. tourism, but... Oh, yeah. Space tourism, of course. Yeah, love all that stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> That's like because if you could, you can't invest in space. You can't buy shares in SpaceX. So, uh, Virgin Galactic's the next best yeah, thing. Yeah. I don't. I have no idea if the company's even going to take off or do well like that. But that's just a, that's an yeah, example yeah, of me yeah. just being invested in a company that I like. But my dad's a financial advisor, and he's obviously been doing it for decades. Mm. He says he's just never seen anything <laughs> like that. Like he's he's just called some us the day trader, and he says <laughs> he has literally got the Midas touch. He every every stock he's bought. Just that's it. It's, it's on an absolute rocket ship down. Then every stock he sells, yeah. just I don't know. Next day you'll hear some wow. horrific PR crash at the business. Just I know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he's on. I mean, it's of course, but you have to. I do very much understand that I'm not interested in trading stocks short term. No. I just yeah. hold it's complete long term, like ten plus years. You've got to be happy to hold being, it for yeah. decades. Yeah, and we, and we are with, with Tesla. Yeah. yeah, definitely. 
Just weird that it's happened this year. Yeah, but definitely don't take any stock advice from us. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> which is it's, it's fun and it's... Uh, we're well, you're, you're a Elon guy. What, what do you think? I'm guessing he's one of your role models, I'm guessing. Well, yeah, he has to be, yeah. He's, I think he's... What, uh, what is it about him that you, you know, you just love about him? Uh, it's just been a, like a technology nerd. Just all the things he's trying to do, like space. I love space. Spend so much more time just like listening to podcasts and stuff about space. And he's putting us on Mars. So by the time, mm. if you look at his mission... By the time I think he could be the most influential human in history if he completes so. everything that he's done, everything that he's saying he's going to do. So if he puts a colony on Mars, I think that's uh, more important than curing cancer because I think it'll, I think if you put a colony on Mars, you can that blocks like the entire species from being eradicated from whatever like nuclear war or like a meteor hitting or something like that. Right. So that from objectively, I I would consider that better than curing cancer. I don't know if that's a it's a controversial it is controversial, but yeah, I, I'll put that out there. So, imagine he puts us in a colony on Mars, which I want to visit as well. Um, he solves full self-driving autonomous vehicles. Um, takes car. We always have debates about whether electric is the future for cars. But, of course, like the impact that it has for the climate change, yeah. global warming, things like that. That's huge. Not, I don't even... I can't even put into words or even understand myself what that does for the planet, but sounds good. <laughs> uh, what else is he doing? The Boring Company, kind of solving traffic. He's also got Neuralink. Yes. Where that's he's, that's, that is one of the crazy ones that people probably don't even realise behind the scenes. He's making a brain interface that is going like, to allow us to achieve symbiosis. Because AI is something that, it's, that's also something I'm reading about and it's something he's huge into. And he's very worried about AI at some point getting to the point at which it's going to be smarter than humans. It almost is already. And at the, at the point at which it doesn't even need to be conscious, but in the wrong hands or whether just programmed. Say, like, if you an insanely smart machine told to like, to keep the world in order, it might decide that humans are uh, humans are the worst thing for the, this planet. Yeah. So just get rid of them. And that's what he's worried about happening. So that's why he's creating, like, a, 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 a lace that it's almost going to be like a, a Fitbit for your head, for your brain. So, and then it's going to be linked to your phone. It's going to be, I don't know, it's, we're in very, very early days of the company, but I don't know, 20 years from now, who knows? Yeah, you never know. You might put on a headset and that's it, you're just in a ready it's, player one, yeah. you're in a different world. That's why I love him. It's just, who else is doing that type of stuff? It's crazy. Yeah. Who else would you say was people that you look up to and you inspire, who inspire you? Uh, I'd say kind of people in the same space of what we're in, like e- e-commerce. I mean, it's a bit different, but I do follow quite a few influential figures I don't know if off the top of my head really but Georgie and Reese Wabara yeah. the two English guys got clothing companies love both I like how they speak and uh, that's Manny Edouard represent Clo. love both those guys and then, and and then George Heaton and Mikey their brothers oh well, yeah George Heaton and Mikey and they, we love their story because they're brothers as well brothers from Manchester they made like an unbelievably successful clothing brand mm-hmm. yeah, uh, love their stuff and then of course just the Gymshark guys you gotta you gotta really love them what do you think it's about them which makes them stand out, makes them so successful as they are so far? Yeah, I mean, well, with George and Mike, they're just insanely creative. They've got a gift of just, I don't know, they can, they've just got the talent. Uh, Reese Wabari, if you hear him speak or hear him like read his tweets, he's just incredibly motivated, just a good business mind. I don't really know what it would be to make, I guess, just hard work, talent, dedication. It's just beliefs, just belief. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just do it as well. I've also seen your, your story, you dropped a couple of um, some book recommendations. <laughs> what would you say, if you, I mean, obviously some can say top five, top ten, but would you say if there's one or two that you'd say, I read this and this really, you know, changed something? Yeah, yeah, I've got one. I don't know if uh, Sam, he, I don't know if he's going to pretend that he reads, but he <laughs> <never> <laughs> I'm just going to throw him under there. <laughs> if he gave out and said, he even 
instead of book that he's read, I'd be amazed. I wish I did that for the camera. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but you build your arms. <laughs> but that's what I mean. He's just not that guy. He's just he prefers to just wake up and just get on the computer and just grind. But I'll, I'll wake up and I like to read. I'll just try and read before bed as well because it ties you out. You watch a lot of podcasts as well. I, I would yeah. like to start getting into reading and podcasts. I should do that. But but I not to brush you. every question. I've got the, the there is a book that changed my life, and it's not going to be it's not a business book or anything like that. It's called Why We Sleep. Why We Sleep. Yeah, Matt Walker. I think it's like Doctor Matthew Walker, and I, I saw him on Joe Rogan, and this was when uh, we're in a we're in a real like transition to pay. I was I was playing Fortnite till like three a.m. every night. <laughs> I used to wake up in the day and think like, how am I ever going to be motivated to work or like ever make anything happen? How long ago was this actually? Probably like three years. Yesterday. <laughs> 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 yeah, probably a few years. Two years. Yeah, so now and. It's yeah, that sure. I think that was the start of kind of like a huge pivot from having like a really unhealthy lifestyle, like going out all the time, staying up late all the time, sleeping horrifically, and uh, and I never ever slept well. I'm always one of them, I was always one of them kids just like up all night just watching TV right, and stuff, okay. and then up early for school. So and then you, from that you you read the book and you read everything that I never even knew about sleep is how beneficial it can be for you and how it can make you feel it, it literally changes every aspect of your life so like you can have your fitness your health like working out and things like that but sleep is like the the base layer that everything yeah. sits on so if you lose your sleep you lose everything and then so i started thinking right i really need to get eight hours a night just all that's all that comes back to you just get eight hours a night. <laughs> yeah. that's all you need to do that is it you don't need to read the book just get eight hours a night and and when i say eight hours i mean not waking up in the middle of the night like twice go to the toilet things like that you need to be a little bit dehydrated before you go to bed no screens, get um like right. blue lens glasses, whatever. But you well, need I, I swear, um, what you call all oh, the glasses? Okay, yeah. yeah. And they need to have. A, they've got like an orange tint. They get the what I don't really believe in the ones that have the. They've got like a tiny little blue tint. They the ones that I've got. They uh, if I'm wearing them, the world is just. I can't even like watch TV or anything like that because they're <laughs> so orange. But they're not letting any of that blue light into your eyes. That will. I think it blocks your melatonin release, and that's what right. makes you feel tired. So reading as well, reading before, like when you first open the book, it says, don't worry if you're reading this before you fall asleep because that's actually perfect. And I, and that just allowed me to become a per- I just saw myself become a, a person that is waking up in the morning, I'm like motivated to go to the gym and, and do better stuff mm-hmm. than like motivated to like wake up and just like plan my next night out or like go on mm. video games, stuff like that. Game changer. I guess that's made you a lot happier as well for you. Yeah, of course, exactly. You feel... You, you make better decisions. Like if if you if you're coming off like four hours sleep, you see this when you're hungover, and of course there's that there's that there's elements of like alcohol in your body and things right. like that. But when you're hungover, how tempted are you to just like go and get some fast food and just like make bad habit decisions? decisions. But when you when you like nourish and you've had a good eight hours, you you kind of wake up motivated to be to be healthier. Mm-hmm. And it's just that's just a great starting point. So if you don't sleep well, I think you can change your life by by starting to sleep well. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, here like um. I watched the Casey Nessa video actually about him, and he mentioned how I think he only has like five hours or something. I uh, know. Or something oh less God. than that. And he was doing well, you know. That's what you know when he had a, he had a phase where for two years straight he was just he did daily vlogs. Daily vlogs. I think that was uh, that's uh, that's one of the, like the best things of the internet. Like if I the history of the internet, I'd put that Casey's daily vlog. They like, just changed YouTube. Bro. Yeah. Legendary. But the thing is, because he was saying that like, he probably spent maybe two or three hours max of his day with his family, and that was it. Yeah. He yeah. So that if, he, if he's not editing his film, if he's not filming, he's thinking about what to do tomorrow. Yeah. And he did that for maybe seventy days, and after he said he was just dry to the bone, he had oh no God. more time. Yeah. So I'm guessing a lot of it's probably due to lack of sleep. Exactly. I know that's true. I mean, there are, I did mention in the book that there's a very certain type of person, like one in 100, one in 200, that they can just get by and maybe like four or five hours sleep like that. I'm definitely not that guy. <laughs> you just need to, yeah, you need, try just getting eight hours and try getting six hours and seeing yeah. 
what the day, seeing how you feel throughout the day. And you can track it with like an Apple Watch or anything like a Fitbit. I've got an Aura Ring. That's like that is a company that specialises in sleep. So it's you just go on your phone and you get loads of stats from it. <laughs> it's just like you can just nerd out on them. It's, it, so it is helpful, and you can easily so you can easily track how well you are sleeping these days. Yeah. Um, what would you say? Ten years time, ten fifteen years time. What's the what's the plan? If I come to you guys in ten years time, where will you be? What are your aims? They're gonna be so different. Yeah. Uh, Sam's probably Sam's we'll, like, yeah, Sam we'll never start. wants to see me again by that point. <laughs> You'll start with you, Sam. What do you think? Um, I'd like to have travelled a lot. I'd have liked to. I mean, recently, me and my girlfriend have decided because she goes to uni at Liverpool. Right. Um, she's doing her last year there, so I'm just going out, going to live there for a year next year, okay. see how it goes. Um, just throw myself in, really, because, and and that's why I, we both love travelling. But I don't know, living in um, a big city, living where we live, just in a countryside village bit sleepy not much going on i like the like the humble and bustler just the city center or just like being out and about anywhere and because we can work wherever we want we can i just know it's gonna impact you guys is obviously because right now you're both together yeah. and you know you're living together you're working together yeah and if as soon as you move it's sure you're still doing the same thing but it's obviously not the same how, how do you think you're going to manage that i think I'll to get rid of him yeah i think it'll help <laughs> it'll help definitely we're bad influences yeah. on each other gives so us we... a bit of space because yeah obviously like i said earlier we're best friends, brothers and business partners. Um, so it just gives us that bit of space. And we're always texting anyway, even if we're at home. Right. Which we, don't, we don't even speak that much. Even when we're sat next to each other, we're in Slack and we're yeah. like talking to each other in Slack. Yeah. So it's, it, it, it makes no difference yeah. at all. But back to your question, just uh, in 10 years, just traveled all sorts, of, uh, just still doing what I do now, just plotting around uh, everywhere, anywhere I can really. How, how big do you think it will be, your business? It's kind of hard to measure, but I, I see. Who would you want I, it to be? I can still see a lot of growth in our main business. All the data is there to show that, that it's gonna um, carry on taking off as it is. And if we right. keep bringing new products to the line, then it's yeah, it's got a yeah. hell of a lot of growth, I'd say. Yeah. In the software, what do you think? Ten years time. Ten years time. Uh, I want to. It'll be a robot, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've fused. Yeah, exactly. I've been to. Elon's been asking for people to. Does anyone want to come and try this out? And I'm, I'm in. I'm literally just walking around, just telepathic. You know. Realistically, um, I think we can. Now we, I love growing brands, growing like pro, physical product-based ground brands. I find it just so entertaining. I love the advertising side. So I'd like to just continue my skills as a media buyer and help grow our businesses, and then. You, I think you get to the business, you get your companies and your brands up to the point at which you don't see any more growth in them. So I think in a few years we'll get to that point and then at that point you remove yourself from it. So you bring other people in to do the job right. and then at that point it's valuable to someone else and then you can make them like, a more, I would hope for like a multi-million pound exit and that would be the, and then from there you build your next brand. Yeah, something like like we said earlier, like these brands we kind of stumbled across, uh, that we have now, we stumbled across and found potential. We're not actually like, super passionate yeah but then in a few years time we we could like create our own brand that we are super yeah that's super what i mean like i want to create something that helps people sleep better that's like that's i mean a good yeah like i see this there's a guy who's made a you know cbd there's like a huge trend with cbd supposedly helping you sleep i've tried it myself not not convinced i think it'll help people who have bad sleep yeah definitely sure. So um, there's people that are turning those into kind of like really Instagrammable brands and they're doing an amazing job in branding. So anything like that, I'd love to create a, a sleep brand, something yeah. like that. Something which is more 
Because obviously, it's always doing that you enjoy it and you like it. But yeah. To be more personal, like you, you exactly. Like, you'd use yourself. Yeah, it'd be. Yeah. It would be. Yeah. Very at that point, you're passionate and you're. Yeah. We are fulfilled now, but I think you need to be even more fulfilled. Yeah. yeah. And Definitely. so I think yeah, grow these brands to the point at which we can get to them and then sell them, try and make a few like million pound exits. That'd be good, and then at that point you kind of you relax for the rest of your life, and then just go from there. But the you, the ambition is always going to it always increases like every year, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for a wrap up, anything else you want to say? I don't know. I've gone through everything. My classic yeah. Elon Musk, everything like that. You had a line about uh, money or something you wanted to say. Uh, oh, you were saying it. You were off air. You were asking me about money and happiness. Yes. Yeah. That that is an interesting one about whether money gets you happiness, and definitely it doesn't. The the best way I've ever heard it described is that it gives you ink in your pen, and but you still got to write your story. And that is the best way. That's the, right. I think that's the best way to describe money and happiness. You can have so much money, and, and it, it, it can buy your experiences and things like that, which is brilliant. But there's so many other elements there. You got to, I think, your social circle, cover all your bases. Your social circle, like your health, your mental health, everything like that. Mm. Um, don't know what else. What are the other pill? It's like a Jordan Peterson classic. Have you, do you know Jordan Peterson? No. He's a very another very smart guy. We listen to all the time, and he's uh, he's always on about the like the pillars of happiness, and he's. If they're all there, you'll be doing well. Would you say that for where you are right now, if you can, you know, you could keep on making, like, let's say you make £50,000 a year, full stop, would you be happy, Make would you see your level where you're, where money is not a problem in the sense that, oh, if I had 10 more, 10,000 more pounds or 100,000 more pounds, I'd be happier? Would you say at that point, would you say that you'd want a bit more to, you know, you're, you're happy on all, all bases? Yeah, well, I think the at that point, the money wouldn't be the main factor because I think for me, the, what I rely on to get happiness is pure freedom. I need to, it depends how much work I'd have to do to make that money. If I was in every day and I had to do something I didn't want to do, then yeah, I'm completely unhappy. But then if you could, I would definitely want more, but of course you always want more. You always want your ambition to be growing. But yeah, I think freedom for me is where I derive most happiness from. So that's what, that's why, that's my focus definitely for like the next 10 years. You saw some, where'd your happiness stem from? Just, would you say you're happy? Just seeing, (laughs) it's just seeing that, um, Friendship group circle, everything just, just all that. I've rec- I mean, I just love food. This is just so funny, but I, I just love food. I, I recently discovered going out for uh, just like nice meals. That's that's just. I know that's quite a weird no, one to say. No, it's fine. It's, that's what you enjoy. That's it. Yeah, it's what <laughs> <you> <laughs> <know> it is. <laughs> that's a funny one, but yeah. Classic. Oh, that's yeah. Great. Well, um, I think that's been it. That's been uh, Perfect. Sam and Joel Collis on episode four of Petition Talks. Appreciate you having us on. Thank you very much, baby. We'll come back in two years and just explain how everything went downhill and we're <laughs> <laughs> now asking you for a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so cheers, boys. Thank, thank, thank you very much, Joel. Appreciate it. <laughs>